You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Thank you so much for tuning in to Mama's Talking Loud. Jess and I love bringing these stories to you, amplifying the journey of the working artist mom, supporting the struggle, and striving to change the social safety net. But we need your help. If you haven't already, we would so appreciate if you would follow, rate, and review us wherever you listen to your podcast. This is the way we can continue to raise awareness and change the narrative. And if you want more insight into our world, please follow us on Instagram at Mama's Talking Loud, on Twitter at Mama's Talking Pod, and on our website, www.mamastalkingloud.com. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Mama's Talking Loud. I'm Jessica Rush. And I'm Kara Cooper. Former Radio City Rockette and Broadway performer turned television host, personal stylist, and creator of Everyday Glam, today's guest is building an empire of female empowerment and positivity while juggling motherhood and the three-year infertility journey that got her there. She is the ultimate example of finding joy and feeling fabulous in your life, no matter what your reality is. Here is our episode with Emily Loftus. Hello, good afternoon. I'm so excited. Welcome, Emily. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Oh, we are so happy to see your smiling face. You look fantastic always. Just a a breath of fresh air and sunshine, Emily Loftus. (laughs) I know, you're just like radiating summer. She's got orange on, her nails are orange. She's just like sun-kissed. Orange all day, every day, and I refuse to ever be pale. So in my life, I'm always in Aruba. So this is like, everybody get on board. <laughs> that, that is so true. That is something I love about following you on social media and just in life in general. But you are always, I feel like you're always in a floral or a caftan or something yes. fabulous. <laughs> I try. I just feel like we have that, I have this closet of all these beautiful clothes. Like, why are you reaching for jean shorts every day? You know what I mean? Pull out the fun stuff. Pull out the turban. We wear all these fabulous or... I mean, mama's retired now, but you know, you used to wear the most fabulous outfits on stage. And then we put on grungy clothes to walk out the door. Like, no, keep it going. That's right. You know what? I have to say real fast and then Kara, what you were going to say, but my husband at one time got me a pin, like a a pin that you pin onto your shirt or your bag that says, bring glamour back to Broadway. Yes. (laughs) I love that. It's true. But I feel like you're, you're here at like the perfect time because I think all of us need to bring glamour back into our lives after a year and a half of quarantine and like mm-hmm. wearing sweatpants every day, not leaving your Wolf. house for days and days and days in a row. I mean, I, I haven't worn makeup enough to actually go through it that my makeup has gone bad. Like I need to buy new makeup because I didn't wear it during the time that I normally would have. So you are exactly what we all need in this moment. Like bring the glamour back. Let's do this. Let's get back out into the world. Um, We always start all of our episodes asking about our guest's child or children. So can you tell us about your son? Okay, his name is Dalton Jefferson Carlington. It's a very big name. Uh, He is named after my husband's middle name is Dalton, and then his great-great-grandfather, and then his middle name, Jefferson, is named after my father who passed away. And he is 15 months old. He is a redhead. He is pure joy. And 
we were just talking before how like orange is my favorite color. And <laughs> I just, I just would pray and pray and pray, Lord, please give me a healthy, happy child. I never said a child. I said, happy, healthy child. And he delivered me this like unbelievable magic baby whose hair is bright red. It's kind of like someone's like, you manifested an orange haired baby. And I'm like, I did. I really did. And every, I mean, y'all, he should be the, the greeter at Walmart. Everywhere he goes, he just waves, 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 talks, talks, talks. I mean, he truly has my spirit. And that's all. Of, uh, it was like a dream come true. It really is a dream come true. He's a little pudding. Uh-huh. Oh, and you're at 15 months. So he's probably into everything right now. Like he's a Wild. bundle of, yeah. Wild. He is <laughs> asleep right now. It is really hard to build an empire during nap time. But honey, <laughs> I'm doing it. Yeah, doing you it. are. Damn, it. Yeah, Damn right. <laughs> that could be the name of your memoir, building an empire during nap time. It's I mean, true. It's true. Everything, everyone knows that like there's certain times when I had, he had two naps that you could call me and then when he goes to sleep. Um, and now we're at one nap. So I'm like, okay, at 1230 is when I can do my, do my work. Boom, boom, boom. I wake up early, go to bed late just to like get everything in. You just have to get it in. And I refuse to be someone who took a year or two off from having a baby. And if other people did all good, I totally understand that's your path. That's just not how I'm wired. And I just needed to keep going, 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 going. So even when we were in quarantine to like really bring it back and I'm y'all, I'm a TV host. So don't let me take over the interview. <laughs> Don't let me like ask my own questions, but you know, he was born and then, um, it was right in the middle of quarantine. Um, so a week later, it was like lockdown nation. We're living in Boston for 17 weeks. No one could hold him other than my husband and me. It was just really, really rough. So I told myself, you're going to get up. You're going to throw on a little bit of mascara. You're going to put on some sort of outfit because it was just such a gnarly time of parenthood, of the world being scary, of just the unknown that I just needed a little bit of happiness and, and, and joy. And just even like wearing clothes, which it seems so silly, but like clothes really bring me joy. Um, so it's been a wild 15 months, y'all. It's been a wild 15 months from Boston to being a new mother to Bell's palsy to now living in Atlanta. Here we, we are. <laughs> we have to get into all of that. I mean, there is a lot to unpack here. But you're talking about it's been a wild 15 months, but your journey to motherhood was incredibly wild. I mean, yeah. you you had a very, very, very long path arduous and I hate to bring us down because we're in like so much joy right here but that's kind of how you 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 meet your life head on with joy even in some of the tryingest of times so can can you kind of walk us through everything it took to have precious Dalton here with us being the greeter at Walmart exactly that (laughs) that baby boy was wanted and is so deeply cherished I'm sure so will you tell us about your journey yes Oh, so, um, I've been with my husband for forever and a day and he was ready to have babies before I was, I just, you know, I was like, no, 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 no. I have to be at E news. I'm gonna be Juliana Rancic. Like I've not hit the things that I want to hit in my career yet. So it's not happening. So then he got a new job that moved us to Boston. So I'm like in Boston, it's freezing cold coming from California. And I'm like, okay, well, damn, I guess this is the time to start. So we started the process in 2017 and it really took a good three and a half years from start to finish to get the miracle baby. Um, and this was in like my shape magazine article that I'd love for y'all to read. Oh, and that's we, how I got connected. Oh, we we it. Yeah. So we like got connected because of that. But yeah. so it was, I mean, I had to go back through my medical files because 
trauma really, you black things out. And on my interview, I said, I don't remember what was next. I don't remember what was next because I was in like flying to do QVC or flying to go do Wendy Williams. So I was like trying to make all these doctor's appointments and craziness, but long, long, long story, somewhat long is um, it was three IUIs, um, two IVFs, a miscarriage and three surgeries. So it just was a very long time. And there was so many times that like doctors were like, Oh, do we need to look at other options? And I was like, no, I'm like, no, I'm like, I just don't think y'all know me. Like I don't look at ratios. Like I would have never moved to New York to be a dancer. If I looked at the ratios of who's going to be successful or then let's go to an even smaller niche, which is TV hosting. I'm like, I'm going to have a baby. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm going to, I kept dreaming that I was going to be pregnant. So I knew I was going to get pregnant. I just didn't know how it was going to happen. And we finally, you know, at one point we thought we were having twins because my numbers were through the roof. Like it's just been a gnarly, crazy, wild ride to get him. And then after finally getting him in my arms and we're just so thankful, then I was hit with Bell's palsy. And I mean, if you don't know what that is, don't look it up on the internet because it will just scar you for life. But like the left side of my face was just completely paralyzed and I'm just laying there with a seven day old nursing at two o'clock in the morning being like, is my career over? Is this what God wanted for me? Am I supposed to go like be the new Rachel Hollis, Tony Robbins and be like, this is how you persevere through life. And I have like a, a broken face. Like I just was like, I don't understand why this journey was so hard. And now why is this trying to like steal my joy? I don't understand this path right now. And I just like threw myself at acupuncture. I was calling all these different people and they're telling you do a better training diet, do this, do this. Cause there's no, cure they can put you on medication for seven days and that's it you can't do anything else so i just was like 911 calling all my people who's had this who they had this? getting off phones with me and it's just kind of incredible when you get part of like the mom tribe it was the same thing with the bell's policy tribe that if someone who's gone through it they're here to help you they're like i got you this is what you're gonna do you're gonna read this book you're gonna call this person um and it was just horrible there's nothing good about it my birth was terrible Bell's palsy was terrible, but you know, we got through it. My face is fully recovered. And what happened was my husband, it was day seven. My husband's off at a work trip. He was like, okay, should I take, should I? And this was the final trip before COVID. Even We were scared they were about to lock it down. And this was the last trip. Um, and I was like, my mom's here. It's fine. I'm like, go, go, go. We're, we're perfectly fine. So he FaceTimed me and was like, what the is happening to your face? And I was like, what are you talking about? And I just FaceTimed a friend and I tried to like smack my lips together with lip gloss and my lips weren't meeting. And I was like, Oh man, I'm like, my jaw must've just been jacked from like grinding during birth. And I was like, that's weird. Kept didn't think about it again. Cause you know, when you're a brand new mom, you're not even like looking at my mom was in the house. We're talking, she's in the kitchen. I'm in the bathroom. Like we're not even like talking to each other. We're like, but not looking at each other. So it wasn't until my husband called me and I ran to look in the mirror and my whole left side of my face was dropping. And he's like, I think you're having a stroke. I think you're having a stroke. You have to go right now. And I'm like, oh my God, God. And I'm just like, go to the ER. And they are just like rushing me through. And I'm just bawling my eyes out because I'm alone. And the masks have begun and we don't know what's going on. And there's truly 18 people in the room ripping my clothes off. And I'm just like, this is it. I'm having a stroke. My son will never know me normal. This is it. Oh. Like, Emily. And then you feel so terrible even sharing the story because people like died during COVID. Do you know what I mean? Like there's just like, that's why I didn't tell the story for so long because I felt like it was inappropriate. It was just that we've all gone through trauma this past year. I just felt like I needed to keep it close to my chest until all of us can kind of 
see outside the bubble, you know? Right. Well, I think, I think that you're not alone in that. I mean, I, I know for a fact that so many of us have been very uh, cognizant and conscious about what we're posting, what we're sharing, mm-hmm. making, you know, this year has been full of so many emotions and reckonings with and awakenings and mm-hmm. so much listening. And I, I do know that we're all, if you're a, I think if you're a good and decent human, you know what I mean? You're being aware that other people are also going through things and just sort of trying to hold, hold things close to your, closer to your chest, you know, but at the same time, as we come out of this and even during it at moments, I think you have to be able to hold space for all of it. Right. Mm-hmm. You can, you can have your moments and have your hard times. And that was terrifying at the same time as other people are having theirs or as while they're having their joy, because there's always going to be balance in the universe with regard to mm-hmm. that. But yeah, no, it was shocking when you finally shared that I was like, Holy moly, that must've been terrifying. Let not only like the masks, the mask and being alone. But like you just said, you were thinking, oh my God, my son, to be a mother seven days out from obviously a traumatic mm-hmm. delivery, that to be going through something like that, I can only, I would be terrified now, you know? And I've had six and a half years of raising my child. I can only imagine like in the beginning when your hormones still are crazy, when you're oh crazy. My oh my God. It was probably a nightmare. 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 And then a neurologist is coming in talking to you. And I'm like, do I have brain damage? Like, because it's neurology. So it's just like, it was just, I don't know. I've had really crazy walks through life of like severe trauma (laughs) that more than, more than the average bear. And I don't know why. Um, but I've just always kind of chosen not to be the victim and be like, okay, what can I learn from this? How can I help others get through this? How can I now link up with charities that help come pay for people for IVF? Or how can I help with something to do awareness? Like, I feel like God would have, and listen, I say God all the time. If you want to say universe, I don't care, whatever, the person, <laughs> whatever you want to say. Um, but I feel like God would have put me with this big old loud mouth and all these ways to share to reach people if it wasn't for a purpose so I just feel like damn I must be strong that I've just I've gotten some rough roads along the way that that I'm like damn but I know you're like god can you just stop giving (laughs) them to me like it's great that ease up a little (laughs) I'm like whoo goodness gracious what next but that's why I think I'm also I just when things are good, I just I'm just thankful, and I'm just not the one that sits around and bitches. You know what I mean? Like there's so many times talking about being in a dressing room, right here, where just people complain, and you're just like, I don't understand. You have such a great job and a great family, and you have your health and this and that, and everybody's just like looking for the next job or complaining about their neighbors or their boyfriend, and it's just like, man, you are missing the boat. You are missing the boat, and I really don't have time for people that if you don't like your life, I understand. We've all been like dealt really terrible cards, change it. If you are unhappy with your body, change it. If you're unhappy with your person, get rid of them. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like there's just, if you're done with the business, instead of sitting in dressing rooms and complaining for the next four years, leave. That's how I feel. Make strong choices. (laughs) Make strong choices. If you make strong choice, the universe will grant you your wishes. I will, I believe that. But sitting around and kind of just mulling around and being like lukewarm, that's not going to help anybody. I hear it. I agree. Preach. Emily Loftus. 
That is true, though. And the way, you know, Kara, we always joked in the dressing room because I have a habit. I always I tend to manifest things as well. And I'll speak it. I'll be like, I see this. I know this is what's going to happen. I don't know when it is, but this is what I am expecting. And then I call it into existence. Of course, then I have the flip side with my anxiety where I'm like, but what would I think about bad things? Am I calling those into? But no, I hear it with you when you're like, I'm not giving up. I'm having this baby. I can I can I know this is going to happen. It's just about Mm -hmm. when. So, yeah, it's so powerful. I feel like for me, it's about getting clear about what I want, because once once I'm clear about what I want, I'm good to go. Like same sort of thing, like manifesting, like I have like funny little stories. I remember saying to my mom verbatim, and she has said this to me. Um, I said, I want to get a show like Jersey Boys so I can have a baby. Got wow. a show like Jersey Boys had a baby. I left a tour with my husband. I was like, I don't want to be on tour because I want to be on Broadway. I haven't made my Broadway debut yet. I want to be on Broadway. Two weeks after I moved back to New York, I got my first Broadway show. Like, but I had to, I have to be so specific. I haven't been that specific since I've become a mom. I got to get more specific. So you're, you're like teaching me. I'm like taking it in. I got to really get specific about what I want. Um, well, I mean, I know this isn't going to post on, this is coming out on Tuesday, but I'm just telling you today is June 10th and there's a solar eclipse and you're supposed to write down, listen, it doesn't matter. You're supposed to always write down your manifestations, but you're supposed to write down your manifestations uh, for the next six months and speak it into existence. So when you are done, go to a quiet place, write it down. I'm a strong believer. Where is it? Right there. There is my dream board and I'll redo it every year. Um, we're trying to buy a house now and we can't find it. And I'm like, oh, duh, I have to make a dream board just for my dream house. So like, <laughs> it's my fault. I haven't done it yet. So I'm like, okay, I'll do it. Um, and my sweet husband, who is just like, y'all, he's the most opposite of any performer. And, you know, I only did actors and I'm like, what? You're not going to write me a poem and sing me a song? Like, he's like, I'm in finance. You know what I mean? Like, no. Um, we're trying to like buy this house and our realtor, who she's just so much like me and she's a hoobajoobie and I love her. And she's like, Jay, I'm just letting you know that like, when we go look at houses, all the things that Emily wants are in the houses and none of the things you want are there because she is being so specific of what she wants and you are not doing that. So I'm just telling you, whatever you want, you have to speak into existence and you tell everybody. Like when I became a TV host, y'all, I literally decided one day, I'm like, I'm going to be a TV host. And so I walked into Clear Talent and I sat Chris Freer down, who's such a dear friend of mine. He's my age now. (laughs) <laughs> love him um invited to my wedding he didn't go that's fine he come to the 10-year recommitment ceremony it's happening in aruba it's fine um he loves he loves dalton too because they're both redheads but um i was like i sat for you down i said okay here's the deal i'm done i'm done performing and i'm gonna be a tv host okay how many times have ages heard crazy things like that we're just like i'm only gonna play leads and i'm gonna do this and do this and they just make you know grandiose things but they have absolutely no ability like you know what i mean like of course they have the ability but like do you can you back it up with your resume yet no and he's like okay okay he's like mm, let's get you into some classes so we sat down and we like looked on the computer together and he's like okay uh tvi studios it's in Times square you should take these classes and just get yourself on on camera i'm like perfect so because I was a rock cat, I have that um, future kicks where they help pay for schooling if you want to like go into yoga certification, whatever. So I used that money to go into TV hosting classes. I took, I, I was like, game on, let's do the damn thing. I never took another dance job ever again. I was still booking all the time direct books. And I was just like, no, I don't, I'm not supposed to do this anymore. I'm just going to do this. So I'm not taking anything, no industrials, nothing. That was it. Um, so then I'm going to TBI and I take every on-camera class known demand from like, Acting, commercial, TV hosting, um, 
uh, anything where I could watch myself on camera, I'm like, what is my arm? Why am I doing these crazy arm gestures? Or like, why am I like moving my my upper body so much? Because I came from the performer world for being on a big TV, a big screen, sorry, like a big stage. So I had to like bring it down. So I just keep watching myself and being like that, that left arm just goes crazy out of nowhere. Um, and I just literally had to throw myself into the trenches, no clue what I was doing and just started trying to book work on Craigslist and doing free jobs, free jobs, free jobs, free jobs. And then finally, like, I think it was like my fourth or so month, I booked this thing and did New York Fashion Week. And I had no idea what I was doing. Literally, I'm just interviewing Zach Post and being like, Ugh. yeah, I, there's been so many fake it till you make it. I was doing this thing in Times Square and um, it was like this walkathon. And so I'm on a microphone, <laughs> this walkathon, and here Freer and a bunch of my friends, they come to visit me. And I'm literally speaking in front, like, I think. Throughout the three days, I, I spoke in front of like 25 million people because it's Times Square. You're supposed to step on these little steps and there's like a tracker for NBC. Anyway, they're like, Emily, have you ever done an in-ear? You know, when they, people can talk to you? And I was like, yeah, nope, never done it. And so they're like, great. <laughs> so I'm on a microphone that I mean, everyone in Times Square can hear me and they're talking to me in my ear. And it was just really, I was like, you have to tune it out while listening. And now fast forward, like all these years later, it happens on QVC all the time. They're like, say that again. Uh, we're out of this. We're da -da -da -da. And they're constantly talking to me like a God mic in my ear. But like, yeah, I just fake it till you make it. You just throw yourself into the fire. You just figure it out. But if I had said no, then maybe I would have gotten fired on the spot. You know what I mean? Like you just have to just be like, sure. Can I cover this? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. You know, there's sometimes you can't fake it. Like you can't fake tap. <laughs> That's not what I thought you were going to say, but it's so accurate. You know what I mean? Like, I'm the worst tapper. All my friends know. They're like, this went to be three years to get Rockettes because I cannot tap. I'm a terrible <laughs> tapper. But, um, I never, but yes, I never got, a, ever got a note on my kicks. I'm a killer kicker, please. I can kick all day long. But, um, yeah, I'm a terrible tapper. But anyway, I'm like, I'm a strong believer in manifesting and just throwing yourself in and you just figure it out and do the work. You know what I mean? Like, if you want something A, B, or C, you can't just talk about it. You have to talk about it and throw the action behind it. I think that's the problem with manifest, like manifesting. People just think like, oh, I'm just going to say this and it's going to happen. No, you've got to do, do the, the dirty work. work. You've got to do it. For a lot of people, I feel like coming out of this time are, are very much like struggling with that. They're struggling with who they are. They're struggling with their identity. There are a lot of mothers that we know who were having a hard time staying in the business prior to the mm -hmm. pandemic and now kind of re-entering the business feels even more overwhelming. But they might... I, I, it's common conversation right now that no one really knows what does ignite them mm -hmm. and what makes them passionate. Do you have any, cause obviously we know you got to put the work in, you know, you got to manifest it, but how do you find that thing that you want? I mean, I know for you, it seems to come kind of naturally, like you just have mm -hmm. this gut feeling, but what would you say to people who maybe don't have that kind of inner voice or need to find their inner voice a little bit more? You know, I feel like when you're a performer, you know, your strengths and you know, your weaknesses. And it's like, I was a killer jazz dancer, terrible tapper, but guess what? If I have time to take a dance class, I'd want to go take jazz because that's where I excel. That's where I got the compliments. That's where I just would like, you know, do the damn yep. thing. But tap is where I felt terrible. Those auditions made me want to die. So I think you need to be honest with yourself of what you need to work on, but yet also doing things that are going to bring you happiness. You know, you can't do both. It's just, you, you have to make a fine line and decide what's going to help your spirit and help your heart, but also what's going to help you in your career and don't yeah. do too much of each. It's got to be like structure, you know? Yeah. And it's really when they align is when the magic happens, right? Is when you're do you're working on the thing that you brings you joy. Mm -hmm. That's when, that's when the magic, you know, the stars align and the opportunities appear.
Yeah, I think during this time, it's been so interesting because so many of us have done pandemic pivots, you know, and have had mm-hmm. to figure something else out. And in one, in some ways, it's made it clear to people like, oh, I have this other passion that was always sort of in yeah. the back of my mind. Maybe I loved designing, you know, interior design in my apartment or looking up houses online. And now I'm in real estate or something like that. And all of a sudden you had the space to realize that when you weren't doing the hustle and and going after the the jobs, you know, performing jobs. But the, but then there are some of us who are like, you know what? No, I'm good. I'm ready to go back <laughs> to the auditions. Do you know what I mean? I mean, there's yeah. been such there's it's been such a time of clarity in a lot of ways. But I think, you know, what Kara was talking about, I hear that too. It's like a lot of us who are coming up to 40, maybe in our early 40s, at that time in the business, um, in the theater, performing arts, where you know we're starting to sort of age out of a lot of things. And I say that with quotes, because we should be able to work all the damn time. But, you know, uh, entertainment and theater and film and television, youth is rewarded more often than not, you know, so I think there's a lot of there are a lot of us struggling to find our identity in this new phase of life. And having had that, it's just one year, but y'all like that one year. Lasted eight years. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, and, and, and if you were right on the cusp, now you're like, wait a minute, that year happened and I was this, and now I'm this. And Mm -hmm. how do I find this place for myself, whether it's in the business or without it? And, and so I just, yeah, I think that that's a struggle that we're all sort of, dealing with. I think, I think those are those times where you have to quiet your mind. Cause listen, I could be with people all day long. I would have no problem when people are like, I need to go have alone time. I'm like, I don't know what that means. Like I, <laughs> I'm like, why can't we all shower together? Why, why do we, why do we have to go to sleep? Like I just want to, I'm like a true extrovert times 12. Like I could be with people all day long and that's how I get, that's how I get fed um, with happiness. Um, but I feel like it's the quiet time at night when you're going to sleep and your head is on the pillow and you're not talking to anybody. Or if you're in the shower, you're just being quiet. Like, what do you want for your life? There is no wrong answer. If you want to hang the shoes up, that is fine. And no one's going to be like, but you didn't do this, this, and this. People are only going to remember the good things that you did. There's so many times where I would like go back home. This was years ago. Oh my gosh. Back in my former days years and years. And, and once I said to my mom, I was like, I don't have anything to like share about. And my mom's like, you could literally never work again. And you've came from this teeny tiny town in South Georgia and you've done all this incredible stuff, but I'm just still trying to feel like I need to show people all the things I'm doing. No, you don't. So if you feel like the season is done for you, love it, pack it up. Amazing. And we move on to something else. If you feel like, okay, I want to go back, but I need to, it's got to be shifted now. And I want to spend more time with my family. I want to spend more time with my husband. I actually like my husband. You know, um, I think we're all very lucky that we really love our, our people we chose. (laughs) A lot of people don't. And you want to spend that quality time. I mean, my husband now works from home. And I just think like when I get annoyed with him, when he asks me questions about like the nap schedule, I'm like, oh, you'd be at work. You wouldn't even know about her, his nap schedule. You know what I mean? Like you're making me crazy, but he would be missing all of Dalton's life because he would be at the office. So you have to just be like, okay, we are so lucky but what do I want my life to look like? Because when I moved to Atlanta, I thought I want to do a morning show. I was like, that's what I want to do. That is perfect. Um, I can shoot from this time to this time, and then pick them up from school. Anyway, I had it like all planned in my head. But now if you're spending every single waking moment with my child, (laughs) I, um, I don't even have it on my vision board right now to have a TV show because I don't think it's the right season. I know how important it is and we know how quickly babies grow that I don't want to leave at five o'clock in the morning and not see him until four o'clock in the afternoon. 
Like that's not going to work for me. I need for him to maybe be in first grade. So yeah. there's all these other things that I can do right now. And y'all life is a marathon and it's okay that there's different seasons where you fall out of love with things where you don't want to take dance class and you don't want to go to an audition and maybe two or three years you'll shift and you want to come back and win that tone. You have no idea what the universe has in store for you, but you've got to be honest with yourself and not trying to prove other people wrong or trying to prove that like, I'm a mom and I still got it. Look at me and da, 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 I have a six pack abs. And if you're trying to prove it to everybody else, you're just, you're missing the game of life. You're missing it all. Um, I just think it's the quiet time to figure out what is next for me. How can I make this happen? And yes, I understand that we all have to pay the bills, but there are now with like, after this, there's so many other more creative ways to pay the bills. You know what I mean? You don't have to only cater. You don't have to only be a waitress. There's many other things that we can do now that shows our incredible personalities and use all of our weird skill sets. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Our crazy totally. weird skill sets. And now, I mean, when I think back for auditioning, I loved auditioning. Either you love it or you hate it. I loved it. I, I had to see all my favorite people. I thought this was like so fun. <laughs> it was I like social hour. <laughs> social hour. I would forget sometimes like, oh shoot, I'm supposed to get a job here. But I just loved like, I was I'm like, with my friends. I'm like, yes, you better hit that triple pirouette. Like I'm just like high-fiving people, telling them they're doing a great job. I loved it. And then when you go into the room where people are about to throw up because they have to sing, I loved it because I would just talk to the producers and like, I just have no fear. So I was like, oh, the more people in the room, the more fans I get, the more Emily Loftus fans I get, which is how I feel about in life. You know what I mean? Like the more fans I get, the more like helps with all the things that I do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, if only we could all have that mindset. Like I'm walking to the room and I hear all my fans. Well, if only I had thought that. And every audition I went in on. Mm-hmm. Your fans, they want you to be it. You know what I mean? It's and you true. know that. That's true. Because they don't want to be another true. person to be like, ugh, she's terrible. Ugh, she's not right. When you are it, they're just like, praise. We can yes. walk it up. We got her. <laughs> Boom. We're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Well, so now you are here, you're in Atlanta, you are building this empire, this brand, I mean, truly, and you just launched your newsletter, which is what, you know, we, that happened. It happened literally yesterday, Mm -hmm. uh, Wednesday, and this will come out on Tuesday, I know, but so in celebration, I want you to know, this was not in celebration. I'm thrilled that you're doing it regardless, (laughs) but I did, I did order that fanny pack for the summer that you put on your newsletter you're gonna love it you're gonna love it y'all a fanny pack i have been rocking a fan i actually never stopped rocking a fanny pack yeah same you too. Love them. yep they're, they're so cool and i love that they're making a comeback but yeah this newsletter like i try to be a blogger back in the day and i'm just not i'm not a writer at one point when i was like working on manifestations i was like i'm gonna write a book a style book and i'm like I'm just not a writer I, I i i write like i talk it's very long 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 sentences my husband who does writing and finance is like, this doesn't even make sense. Like what <laughs> a fourth grader wrote this. And I'm just like, never mind. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna do a speaking tour at some point. Probably like some women empowerment or like how to chase your dreams type of let's throw men Absolutely. in there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Who knows? You don't have to just be women. I don't know. We'll figure that out at some point. That's not that time either. Cause once again, I don't be away from Dalton. But that'll happen when I have my own TV show. But um <laughs> You just speak it. You speak it into existence, girl. (laughs) You are like the epitome of speak it. Like I am right here. I am. Mm -hmm. I am. And so everyone's always asking me for different links because I truly, I just love saving money. Things feel better 
when it costs less. Like this shirt is from Target. I've told everyone about it. I have it six different colors. Yeah. And I, I doesn't matter how much money I'll ever make. I'm always going to look for a deal. It's just who I am as a person. I love going into TJ Maxx and finding deals and I will just like find gems that no one else can find. And I will take it to the alterations lady and she'll get it fixed up. So it just makes me happy. And so I, my social media, I'm, I spend so much time sending people links and stuff like that, that I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do a newsletter of like, I think I sent 22 to 23 deals and then I just added 200 more items on my Amazon store. So I can just, it's easier for me to just send it to people so they can just go and they can just go shopping. Cause I, back in the day, I thought at one point I was going to find a morning show and then I was going to go pop over to my little boutique cause I was going to have my own boutique. No one has time for boutique y'all. And like, I like a brick and mortar. Like I, then I'd have to go to market and pick all these things. It's too hard. But like now I get to still style people. That makes me so happy. I've always loved styling people. I've styled so many Broadway people. Um, and I know how to find links very quickly and send it to them and it's done. You know what I mean? So it's cost effective. And I feel like the newsletter, I get to be in touch with my people and I have a product that I'm working on that I'm not ready to share about yet. That is going to be so major. Oh, it's gonna be so major, and everyone's gonna be able to use it. But oh. she's not ready. She's not ready. I'm, yet. I'm, she's not ready yet. I'm like, I'm waiting with bated breath. I'm like, what's it gonna be? I, know. I feel very validated because when your newsletter came out, my water bottle was on it. I was like, ooh, I already have something on the newsletter. Hell yes, that thing is amazing. It is. Sadly, it's I'm drinking best. a diet coke. I should be drinking water, but. You know what? That's I, need right. ca- I, make- I need caffeine. I need caffeine. All these people, that's my, I love an energy drink. Y'all, <laughs> when I would do Rockettes, I would drink four Red Bulls in one day, one before every <gasps> show. How did I not have a heart attack? I- How am I alive? <laughs> that's why you could kick so high. No, I'm just right. Truly, truly. That's why I was like, <laughs> um, no, so. So we've got this newsletter now coming and this is amazing. And I can't wait to hear what the next, what your product is. But like we said, you're taking over the world. How do you manage? I mean, you touched on this earlier, the momming and the building of the empire because the social media, I mean, knowing now, because we got like four accounts, we got Broadway baby mamas, mama's talking Mm -hmm. loud. I got my own. I got Ivy and Clark, like having to sit there and do these four accounts and Kara's got two of her own. Like we can't. It is, it takes so long. You're not I don't supposed to, know you're, how. You have to outsource. Oh, do you outsource? I outsource. So like I wrote everything out for the newsletter and then I sent it to my girl, JC. I don't like to use the word assistant because that sounds very Devil Wears Prada gross. And I, she's like a little like sister person that I want to like pet. She's amazing. She also <laughs> knows everything about like technology that I'm just terrible at. So she will, um, and she's got just a beautiful eye for things. And so I will write everything out and then she'll send it to me. And I'm like, yes, make this orange, make this purple, make this pink. Great, great, great. Um, change this photo out. And then she'll do it. And then, you know, I have my Rodan and Fields business, which I'm very thankful for because that's I've never had a consistent paycheck yeah. my entire life. Um, and that really grants me to do that. And so now I have over 300 clients. And so I will send her a message, be like, hey, can you send me the list of da, da, da. I just, I'm not great at looking. I don't know what in the former life was wrong with me, but like, I just computers and technology and all it's just not my jam and i i try but it's just not it's not in my wheelhouse i I mean i can talk all day long but like i'm just so when it comes to that if you see anything that's like related to a computer or things like it's i've thought of it and then jc's made it happen um but i still answer everyone on instagram i don't i have a lot of friends that are like my celebrity friends who have like you know half a million a million followers and they have people answer for them on dms and i don't feel comfortable with that like 
people message me to talk to me mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. don't know the people that I know. You don't know that like, Oh my God, yeah, yeah, I don't remember her from third grade. You don't know my brain. So yeah. like, um, even JC, when I started the newsletter, she cut out all the script and it was just pictures of things. And I said, listen, my sweet little millennial, I know that this looks aesthetically more pleasing, but I have to explain to you why you need this fanny pack. I need to explain to you why you need this like sandwich maker. And like, you have to have the gift of the gab to understand why you need it. Cause like a picture of a lipstick doesn't do a damn thing, but you're like, this is the most perfect nude you've ever put on your lips and they will stay for 12 hours. You know what I mean? Like you have to say those things. So, um, I don't know. Outsource though. <laughs> like I'm yeah, no, that's, outsource. that is the ticket, especially like, as I hate to tell you this, like Elliot stopped napping the minute she turned two at all. Just, <laughs> I just want you to know that the, that's a possibility. I hope it does not happen. Not an option. But it, it is a possibility. So like the fact that you already have realized how important the outsourcing is kudos to you because you might, you might not have the nap time, you know, Hopefully he naps forever. uh, um, I need to figure out like a mother's morning out because of COVID, everything is now full daycare and I do work from home and my schedule is weird. So like, um, you know, every single day is a different day. Um, just like when you're a performer. So I maybe two days this week I'm on TV. And so I need help. And then the other days I'm at home, like looking like this in a tank top and jean shorts. And so I just, I'm trying to figure out what to do. It's it's really hard because I want him to be like socialized. And then I feel like if if I'm he's behind on something, I'm like, it's my fault because he hasn't met other lots of other children. And it's just always this like game in your brain of things that we're going to visit his grandparents tonight. And I woke up before in the morning thinking about something I needed to pack. Like, it's just crazy that my brain is always over here thinking about my career. My brain is always over here thinking about my marriage. My brain is always over here thinking about all my friends, how I can love them and support them. And it's today's Nick Adams birthday. There's like just different things that I'm always, (laughs) you know, thinking of. Um, But then I'm like, is my child behind? And like, he's, Physically, he's always been a little, like a month or two behind on every app. They're supposed to be walking at this time. time. He's always been two months behind and the doctor's not worried about it. So why am I worried about it? You know what I mean? So if the doctor's not worried about it, then I'm like, okay, well, at least he's the happiest child alive. So even if he doesn't walk till forever, maybe it's okay, but there's just always something to worry or think about, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The mental load, the mental load is exhausting. It never goes away. Unfortunately, we, well, as we start to wrap up, you know, we're coming out of quarantine and, uh, you know, God love Canada. They just are now coming out of their first lo- of, of lockdown for the first time. So oh, y'all yeah. like Ooh, us yes. here in America, particularly in the South, people have been living like it's not here forever. However, those of us who are starting to ease back into society and into the real world and be around people, uh, there's been the quarantine 15 or the quarantine weight gain and, yeah. and just things like that, like not getting our hair cut, not, not getting the color done as much. I think there are a lot of people who are feeling self-conscious with regard to just being out there again, putting right. themselves out there, not just in, you know, in the industry, but just in life in general, you know, like you said, like you've been putting on clothes every day. I've literally, I have like my, my jumpers and my sweatpants Mm -hmm. and that's what I've been living in. Literally. I think I've put on jeans three times since the pandemic started. So like now's the time. Do you have, I mean, the beauty glamour guru guru that you are, you got any tips or anything for people as we start to venture out that might help them to just feel a little better? Like we can only do so much in a moment, right? We can't, take off the 15 pounds right away and we can move our bodies. But if there's something, a highlighter or a skin thing or a a mask you like, something fun 
that will help us to be excited about going back? Well, first off, everybody stop wearing black. It's not serving you. Stop. It's the worst. Like there's no reason to wear black. I truly own like three black items and it's for funerals. Like I, I just feel like if you want to feel happy, you wear bright clothes. And if I'm about to like reach for something that doesn't feel right, I stop and I'm like, no, 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 no. And I look at all my other fun, happy, joyful clothes that I have. And I'm like, I'm going to wear that. And so put fun nail polish on, you know what I mean? Like do the nail stickers, do whatever, like the little things. That's why my whole thing is everyday glam. It's not Kardashian money. It is little ways to feel fabulous, like on a dime. Truly like, so I started weighing myself in like February. Cause I'm like, okay, it's time for me to like get the IVF weight, but it's cause I want to feel healthy. Jay and I were eating like Every meal was our, this was the last supper. Goodbye forever. <laughs> like it was out of control. I mean, he, he's the cook of the family and he was just making pasta this and drinking all the wine and all the things. And it's just like, we were just feeling gluttonous because it's just not who we are. And we used to, when we first started dating, we were drinking like maybe two nights a week, like maybe like Thursday or Friday or something like that. Cause he had a real person job and he had to actually go to work. Unlike us crazies. Um, so I kind of just adapted that with him. And then we were just going through like wine and wine and wine and wine. And we looked at each other in February and we're like, we're unhappy. So let's do this together. So if you do have a partner, you have a roommate, you have a, a best friend, find an accountability partner. That's just going to love on you and encourage you and just be like, okay, so today we're going to drink this water. Check it off the list. There's so something so satisfying about checking something off the list. Like, check it off the list. Okay, we're gonna move our bodies today. Like, I got you know Amanda Clute's jump rope, and so she always says she does ten minutes a day, y'all. I'll do one minute, and I'm I can't breathe, <laughs> cannot breathe, that is cannot, true. cannot yeah. breathe. I'm it's- like, how did I audition for Legally Blonde and sing Get Whipped Into Shape? <laughs> I don't even know because I can barely even like, like heaving, (laughs) heaving, but you know what I mean? Like move like every day I make sure Dalton and I go outside unless it's pouring down rain or snowing, we will go to the stroller and I'll just walk around the neighborhood. I'll throw my AirPods in and I'll take my business calls and I'll say right off the bat, Hey, I'm, um, this is mommy doing everything. So I'm taking my calls, walking the baby and they're like, Oh, great, great, great. And they're totally cool with that. They think it's great that I'm multitasking, but it's what I need to do for my life. But it gives me happiness to go outside and see the sunshine and, um, so I say, get outside, find an accountability partner, wear the bright colors and just be ridiculous. You know what I mean? This is not the time to be like, oh, and play small and think like, oh, you know, people are going to think I've like, game. get out of your mind. No one cares. No one's thinking about you. They're thinking about themselves. <laughs> no one's yeah. thinking about you. That's the best advice I could ever give. Like for in an audition, freaking out, like no one's watching you. You know what I mean? They're right. in their head going over choreography or this and that. And, um, I just think we, we take, I'm, I don't know. I was always born with crazy self-confidence. Uh, I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing. I've just always been like this. Um, and if you don't read a damn book, listen to a podcast, I need for you to do the work. Y'all we're adults and you can't blame trauma from your childhood. It's time to like level up, level up your life. And if you're not happy, look around, change it and just do the damn thing. I just want people to like live out loud and be joyful. It's pride month. Like we have so much to celebrate, you know, it's like, we're just, we're so lucky y'all. We're so lucky. We are here. We have able bodies. We've got good people in our life. Y'all found this podcast of good people, which means you have good role models in your life. And here we are. (laughs) Yes. I mean, yes. And (laughs) scene. There you have it. Mic drop. I mean, I can't wait for the women empowerment uh, tour. Yeah, I'll be tour there. That's coming mm-hmm. because no, clearly, but a tour. Yes. No, for sure. I mean, Emily Loftus, 
lofty i know lofty you will follow you anywhere girl you have got (laughs) the good time gal is there and i and i'm so thankful for it i'm just thankful that you put that joy out into the universe because um there are definitely days where i'm scrolling and then i see you and it puts a smile on my face you Mm -hmm. know like we we only know each other like socially a few times but your energy like comes through the screen and it's awesome and everyone get the newsletter, subscribe to the newsletter yes, so you can you. get your things too. I can't wait you for can my get a fanny pack too, everybody. <laughs> it's perfect for, it's so perfect for the summer. Yeah. It's this rat, you know, it's wicker or whatever. And it's like, it's, it's perfect so for the summer. Oh, also listen, people, if you ever want to be styled, listen, I only do 4,000 things. Just go to my website. <laughs> I'm happy to do all the things. I mean, I just remember one time I came home, my aunt was just like, Emily, I just, I don't really understand what you do. And I'm like, I do, I'm D all the above. I do, I do all the things and I'm always in all the things. So I just don't know how to not have my hand in 17 things. That's why I could have never been a normal person and had a normal job because it's just not who you are. Not who I am. Yeah. No. And you're being true to you and nailing it. Thank you, Fred. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. We're so happy to talk to you. Thank you. Bye. See y'all on social media. All right. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Mama's Talking Loud. Special shout outs to Rachel Spencer Hewitt for our fabulous graphic, Kristen Anderson Lopez, Bobby Lopez, and Justin Ward Weber for our awesome theme song, our producers Dory Berenstein, Alan Seals, and of course, the Broadway Podcast Network for bringing us to you. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.